Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's going on, dude? Are you ever stretching? Well, I was yawning, are you just, stretching. Are you, just, are you wiping the sleep out of your eyes? I am, man. It's been a long day. Oh, it's so rough. <laughs> it is bad. Millennials. Really? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, all right, you old man. Me. This old man's still kicking, though. Hmm. Yeah, barely. Like Chuck Norris. I wouldn't go that far. On a trampoline. <laughs> Easy killer. Man, uh, what, you're wearing a hat today. That's not normal. Do you run out of hair gel? No, I didn't run out of hair gel. I run out of time. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you know, instead of being you, late. Are you having a hard time getting up with your old age? Is that what it is? No, 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 no. I didn't have a hard time getting up because of my old age. I mean, all right, we got a show to do, Hot Rod. We, right, we, right. we can joke with so each other. So, welcome to Happy Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Welcome, welcome. How long have we been saying this now? <laughs> and oh. you still, you and Steve Sinecropper are the only two that can't say that name right yet. I can't help it, man. It's, it's, it's a tongue twister. It kills me. All right. It kills me. He says, I love you guys <laughs> over there at the Happy Hour and Hot Rods. I love that show. <laughs> all right, so as per our usual conversation, let's talk about where we're going to be. I tell you what, where, where are we headed? Uh, well, we got a little bit of a break, but July first, we're right back at the action. We're going to be in McClee's Garage in Anderson, South Carolina. Real quick thing on this one, guys. This is a show. It's an open house and a car show and all this stuff. They do some really neat stuff. This is historic Anderson. Anybody that's old school Anderson knows McClee's Garage. This thing's been around since the wheel. We'll see. You know Anderson better than I do because I do not know McLeese Garage. But really cool. I'm going to learn about McLeese Garage. You're going to learn today. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to learn July 1st. But. Well, you know what I'm saying. But it's a, it's a really cool, just old school shop, and they've restored part of the building and actually do restorations there. And I mean, That's they got, what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, Troy's got a, a really, really killer 69 Camaro Pro Touring there called Carnage. Very, very cool. Very cool. Nice. Nice. What color? It's actually flat black. Nice. The, uh, nice. The, I mean, there's just something about a 69 Camaro tucking 12-inch wide wheels under it that just gets my attention. See, I, I happen to agree with that. I mean, it's it's a pretty sexy car. Sweet deal. And then they're actually restoring, like, vending machines and, like, Coke boxes and things oh, like that. Oh, so doing more than it. cars. Oh, yeah. They do more than cars. Cars is on one side. This building's huge. Okay. Well, this is and, awesome. You know, just super cool. And then they got one spot that they just do photo shoots in in the building. Well, that sounds like an awesome place, actually. Yeah. I mean, great great parking, all that stuff. It's going to be a super good time. They're going to have food vendors there. They're going to have uh, car park vendors there. You know, of course, Hot Rods and Happy Hours are going to be there rocking it. It's going to be a great show. Well, I can't wait for that. No, Miss Liberty Bell's going to be there. Miss Liberty Bell's going to be there. Sweet. That girl's everywhere. She is. She follows us, I think. So, July 14th, we got another little break. July 14th, that's Friday, we'll be back down at Union County Dragway. I tell you what, the Carolina Pro Mod. Thunder Series. The Thunder Series. Thunder, Thunder. Series. Thunder. <laughs> All right, let's quit our singing career. But okay. yeah, we're going to be down at Union. As you guys know, we've said it a million times. But I won't say it a million and one. Say it a million and one. I'll let you have it. The only 
eighth mile concrete track in the state of South Carolina that's NHRA sanctioned. And the newest NHRA sanctioned track. And one of the top five eighth mile tracks per Kurt Johnson in the country. And if you can't believe nobody, you can believe Kurt Johnson. Well, this is another thing that's really cool about that track. You know, you said, well, that's a concrete track. Find me another one. Exactly. In South Carolina. You know, where, you know where next concrete track is? Where's that? That's Z-Max. Z-Max all the way up in Charlotte. Well, I mean, in Concord. But, I mean, this yeah. is the, that's Bruton Smith's baby. We have the man that poured Z-Max poured Union County. Yes, he did. So, I mean, that's a very, very cool thing. And that track is in our backyard. Uh, right down the road. I right mean, down we're 176. Turning, we're turning killer times. It's a great track, great facility, great people, little drive, but super great time, great show. And the best part is, it's out in Union County. It's out in the outskirts of Union County. So, I mean, the track has no problem staying open late. There's no noise ordinances or anything like that. Yeah, they're not killing the show at 11 o'clock or anything like that. They raise on into... Past midnight. Yeah, I think last time we were down there, what we were down there one one thirty in the morning. Yeah. So and with no problems. And I mean, you know, the thing about pro mod cars, pro mod drag racing is some of the best drag racing out there. One is super competitive. And some of the best looking cars. A pro mod car is the sexiest drag car ever made. Exactly. I mean, they're stretched out, low, beautiful paint jobs. I mean, these are glorified show cars. Yes, sir. All right, so after that, that's Friday. That's Sunday, July 16th. We'll be back at Ruby Tuesdays on Woodruff Road for the Hot Rods and Happy Hour Cruise In. I want to tell you something. Four. Four, four different lettuces. Four lettuces. Can you, you name them again? You've got the Spring Mix. Right. Iceberg. Right. Romaine. Right. And the one that looks like cabbage. Uh, it's spinach. It's spinach. It's spinach. That too. Yeah. Pop, Popeye, we got you covered. We got covered. <laughs> But always, that's a great show all the time. Be there. I mean, it's a great cruise in. I mean, I love it. That's how Hot Rods and Happy Hour actually got its start is at this cruise in. Yep. So that's a good time. You don't want to miss it. It's free to come. Come hang out. Enjoy a good time, good food, great lettuce. Super lettuce. Awesome lettuce. And also, also, we always give away our Hot Rodder of the Month award. I tell you what, and that's a really cool thing. It's, it's, It's a fun award we give out. It's not about who's got the best car or whatever. You know, it varies. Sometimes we give it to the guy that like the hard luck award. And yeah. sometimes it's like, you know, just a guy you see that's trying or somebody's new to the hobby. This is our welcoming to you. Exactly. I mean, this is not about, you know, who's got that fully restored, pristine nineteen sixty nine Chevelle or whatever. I mean, this is about the guy who's an enthusiast. Exactly. You know, or you see somebody that's new to the hobby, you know what? They need that little attaboy on the back. That's right. That's right. Just think, if you got one of those awards, Odd Rod, where you'd be today? <laughs> Not here on gifts. <laughs> no. All right. In all seriousness, the following week, great show, July 28th through the 30th. We're going to be at the gathering, also back in Anderson. No, this is an awesome show. Nobody parties like mini truckers. I, we can't say that in, enough. We're going to be in Anderson twice in we're, a month yeah we're gonna be at anderson twice in a month this the is electric, scary the electric city will never be the same no they can't handle one, us two times one, in a row us twice in one month and mini truckers at the same time and mini truckers. yeah mini trucking shows are i mean this greatest, is like man. an earthquake and hurricane hugo together Mi- hitting anderson mini trucking shows is what allows hot rods and happy hour to be to live up to the name, because that's, mini, that's mini, where we get to have our happy hour. Exactly, drink. because it's, it's, it's kind of fun. Because mini drug guys, I mean, they put on shows like no other. You know, it's so funny. I went to my very first 
true mini trucking show. I'm old school car show guy. I get up at 6 a.m., you know, <laughs> got my shop shirt just right, my hair gel to perfection. I'm walking in the gate at 7 o'clock, son. It's a ghost town. You know what? Because many truckers ain't up at no 7 o'clock in no, the morning. Sir. That's no, sir. That's when they go to bed. Yeah. That's <laughs> very true. Yeah, they get there about 10, 1030, come rolling in. Yeah, staggering. Twigs in their hair. <laughs> staggering, dragging one foot behind them. <laughs> My kind of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, they got their they got their house arrest bracelet dangling. You know, I mean, these guys. I mean, looking like it almost looks like the uh, like backup like backup people for uh, what's that zombie show you watch? Uh, the Walking Dead. Yeah, like like, like extras for the Walking Dead <laughs> or mini truckers, whatever you want to call them. All right, we forgot we forgot a little date in there. A little date. You should know this. July 27th, a certain Friday. I'll what's going you, on? It's Thursday. Is it Thursday? There's this thing I'll write. A square? Yeah. It's called a calendar. I don't look at that. It's got numbers on it. You know, it's, I'm not it's, even really sure what today is. I'm just, I'll just be honest with you. I'm just here. Yeah, I just follow wherever the text message tells me to be. That's what I'm screaming, guys. That's right. July 27th, Rob Pitts. It feels so weird talking to myself like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. July 27th, Rob Pitts' birthday. That's right, guys. And we're going to be doing something. I'm yeah, we sure got what. something big planned, guys. We always have fun. We always have a blowout. When you get this old, you have to have a blowout for your birthday. Yeah, because it might be your last. It might be the last one. <laughs> so, so join us and the fire department out there to put the candles out on the cake. <laughs> so just if you want to do something special for Rob, bring him hair gel. I tell you what. Got to be glued. It's yellow. yellow tube. Get at Walmart. I won't tell you something. That's a good product. Good people. <laughs> good people. He spends a lot of money in a hair product, so be sure to get him some. It'll help him out a lot. I mean, it's, it is. It's good stuff. <laughs> and, guys, if you want to see us out somewhere, I mean, you can hop on our Facebook page and just shoot us a message anytime you want. I mean, if we're free, we'll come out and hang out with you guys. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that, that's the fun part. Just like this past weekend, we actually rode up to Hendersonville. And that's, that's just a fun Fun. I mean, it was a fun trip. We got to see our buddy Mark Red Dad's collectibles. Yep. Went to the sketchiest aquarium known to man. Oh, that was a good aquarium. That's quality stuff. Oh, yeah. Real quality for five bucks. <laughs> you can't get a good fish sandwich for five dollars. <laughs> Speaking of fish sandwich, I think we'll go get one while we take a break. All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WO. Alright guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Odd Rod. You over there doing stretches and I yawning? Am. I am, man. Bless your heart. You just, you just need to wake up. I know. I know it's rough. It ain't easy being me. You gotta understand. I can assure you. I've had, I, feel, I, I can see it. I've had two doctors this week tell me I need to get, need to get some sleep and rest and re- relaxation, so I'm trying to do it while you're talking. No, you're, I'm telling you, can tell. I'm like, eh, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. It's kind of like that old Ronnie Dangerfield joke. I went to my doctor, and I said, Doctor, what's wrong with me? And then he said, you know, I was like, Doctor, what's wrong with me? Are you paying attention, Audra? I am. Doctor, what's wrong with me? You know what he said? He said, you're crazy. I said, I want a second opinion. He said, you're ugly, too. <laughs> so, so, we're talking about where we've been. Where we've now. been. We're going back to the future. Past. Past. Whatever. We're going back. Anyhow, so last week was Father's Day. We had a good Father's Day. Your DeLorean's a hybrid. <laughs> oh, they would do that in the remake. You know they would. Oh, it would probably be a Prius The or remake something. would be a Prius. You just know it Because this sucker's electrical. Yeah, you just know that would happen. Just, oof. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yes. I don't want to get my Prius rent. Anyhow, so yeah, last week was Father's Day, and it was our first live broadcast, and I don't think we screwed it up too bad. No, I actually think we did really good. It actually went really smooth at Hot Rods and Happy Hour at Ruby Tuesdays. We're the, the home of the four lettuces. Four lettuces. It's, it's, and it was a great, great show, great time, and we had some awesome cars there. We oh, it was man, iconic we, cars there. Yeah, I mean, we had some great stuff. But first of all, I want to thank everybody at 106.3 WORD for making this sound I do. so good. I want to thank everybody that helped put that together because I want to tell you something. If you make this bunch look professional, you've done something. <laughs> and Stone Man was there from uh, our sister uh, station, Rock 101. He was I think there. they're the big brother. Yeah, 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 definitely. We're the sister station. They're the big brother. We're but, the distant cousin station. <laughs> But, I mean, he was there helping us out, and, I mean, I think the show went flawlessly. I can't thank everybody enough for helping out with that. But, I mean, we had some cool stuff there. I mean, we had the Batmobile there. That's right. We actually had the Adam West. The Adam West. 60s Batmobile there. It was a uh, recreation that a guy restored and had built. This thing is phenomenal. Sitting yeah. on a 75 Lincoln Town car. And we've actually talked about the original of that car before on here. That car was actually built, you know, the original was built by George Barris. Right. And, well, he built it out of a, a Ford Concept car. Exactly. I, I can't remember what they call that Ford. It was a Futura. Futura. There you go. Concept car. But the thing that was cool is this, this is a fiberglass body that a guy had, and he retrofitted it to this Lincoln frame. It was close in wheelbase. Yep. And, you know, 460, you know, all that stuff. But, I mean, I'm talking about all the electronics and the old red phone and the red flashing lights. Everything was done just like the movie This car. thing was Or TV perfect. car. Yeah. This thing was perfect. He even had the computer in the trunk. All right. Do you need a cup of coffee? Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> you know what? I got something that'll help wake you up. Are you making fun of me for yawning? No, no. I tell you, come here. Get a little closer. Come all right, come all right, come all right. Get a little all closer. Right. Get a little closer. I got something that's going to wake you up. Oh, ow. You ow. feel better? I think that got me. I think that got me. I think I'm good now. Wake up. Oh, Lord. All right. It's tough love. All right. I'm good. I'm good. All right. So. The Batmobile. Yeah, the Batmobile was a, was a really neat ride, though. And the thing that was cool is the guy that was driving it was wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, I mean he he looked more like uh like a the Smokey and the Bandit guy. Yeah, really, he like Burr Reynolds come riding <laughs> up in there. But I mean, it was a cool ride though, and I mean, just something you don't see every day. And the Batmobile comes riding up while we're live on there, so naturally our inner trailer park comes out, and we have to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it came rolling straight for us. I mean, what are you gonna do when the Batmobile is driving straight toward you? You're gonna talk about it. Yeah, you're gonna be like, hey, there's a Batmobile approaching me. So and then we got a. Uh, Ed Eichelberger has a 1968 Camaro that's built like Grumpy Jenkins' drag cars, tribute car. Yep. Uh, he was there with his 1969 Chevrolet ramp truck. It's all done up in Jenkins' competition to match. That was really cool. So it's like a match set. You come riding up. That thing is so awesome. And I know several people have seen it out and about, but if you haven't, you need to come to an event and see it. That thing is so period correct. I mean, I mean it's like a time machine. It is. And it's and he drives the Camaro on the street, but I yep. mean it's all lettered up just like your grumpy's toy on the side and the gold leaf and the whole shooting match. But I mean it's a tribute car, but it's as close as you're ever going to get to Grumpy Jenkins. Yeah, I mean this I mean, like I can't say enough, it's amazing. The big old meats on the back of the Camaro. Craigers. Oh yeah. Craiger oh. SS Max. Are you down at Craigers? No, no, they're, they're fine. In nineteen in sixty eight, you know that was okay. the that was the first set of custom wheels I ever bought was a set of Craiger SS mags. I hope you did it for nostalgia. Well, I did it because I thought they were cool. And I mean, Craigers are cool. There's certain things that look good with Craigers on it. Custom vans. Oh, custom vans! You have to put. That's Craigers a necessity. On. Yeah, you have to. The uh, I mean, but that's I mean, I like a Craiger wheel. I give the Craigers a hard time. 
But I'm a little more of a, an aluminum wheel kind of guy, not a... Well, I'm with you. But, but the Kruger was the basis for the five-spoke wheel. Well, actually, now see, this is, this is where I'm going to give you a little knowledge. Do you know American Racing came out with a torque thrust before the Kreger wheel came out? Really? In 1956, the first torque thrust wheel was made. Ah, and a little knowledge from the uh, Rob Pitts Bank. That's right, American Racing and Thrust We Trust. <laughs> but, you know, the Kregers were extremely popular. They were chrome, they were bright. I mean, it was, I mean, it's a very popular wheel, and they were about half wheel. the price of the American Racing wheels. Oh, that's probably why they gained so much popularity. Yeah, you know, and Kreger, you know, Kreger's been bought and sold 30 million times since then, but... And they, and they still, I mean, the Crater SST is still around to this day, which they still make the torque thrust. Yep. But, I mean, that's that's that's, that's saying something there. Yeah. And especially with this nostalgia boom now, you know, all the old school stuff, that's extremely popular. Oh, yeah. All right. So, for the show, we got to send, uh, send out a special thanks to Carrie. Uh, Carrie Smith, who's been on the show before, Dexter Turner, Roger Turner, Cash Rig, and all the team from Team CFM and the Foothills Mustang Club. Big thank you for to all them for helping us out. John Dietz, who just came off the power tour. With with probably the baddest late model challenger I've ever seen, the yeah. Super Wasp. Yep. I mean, all these people helped us out during the show. You know, of course, Josh and Brielle were helping run the trailer while we were working. Of course, Josh oh, and Brielle's yeah. been on the show before. My wife running guard for us, Jessica doing her thing. I you know, love it. Yeah, we had tons of help making it happen because it was a big show. It was a big show. We had a great turnout, and I'm gonna tell you something. We're talking about that super wasp. If you ever get, if you ever just feel froggy and you want to play around on the Google, type in Steve White super wasp, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, it's a gorgeous car. It's a B5 <laughs> blue Challenger that nothing on it is original. Yeah, it is. Uh, in terms of like newer cars, it's one of the nicest ones around. Oh, it's beautiful. It's been like I said, it's been Hot Rod Magazine. It's been on the Power Tour twice now. He just came back from the Power Tour. Yep. The Saturday evening before Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Exactly. So this man ain't even got a good night's rest, really, and he's there at our show. Dealing with us. <laughs> and then, of course, you got Miss Liberty Bell, who came out to see us. And Griffin Radiator was there taking pictures. So there's plenty of pictures on Griffin's Facebook page. That's from... definitely a good one to check out, guys. I'll be sure to give them a like up on Facebook, too. Absolutely. And Alex Turner, photography, he was there snapping some pictures. So. Oh, there was a lot of good pictures. There was a lot of good-looking cars there. I mean, we had you know, we had Kudas. We had Challengers, the old Challengers. And our our, our good friend Richard brought out his new toy. Yes, yes. And I want to tell you something. You want to talk about odd rods. You and Richard. <laughs> my buddy Richard is the walking encyclopedia of automobiles. Richard is that guy. He can tell you knowledge like no other. And he bought probably one of the neatest and oddest Carroll Shelby cars ever made. Absolutely. He bought a Carroll Shelby Dodge Daytona, 1986. And it is gorgeous. It is immaculate. It's one of the cleanest. I mean, when's the last time you've seen a Dodge, she- a, you know, a Shelby, anyway, a Daytona? Right. But I'll tell you what. I tell you what, Rod, you know, we got to wrap it up. we got to pay some bills. We do, man. You know, they keep asking for the money. So That's we what I'm keep saying. Paying. We just got to give them the monies. All, All right. right, guys. Just stick around. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 W.O. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod! What's happening, Rob Pitts? You're giving us all this automotive knowledge. Yes, sir. We're talking about interiors and how to keep them clean and how to keep them protected from the sunlight. And we're talking about, you know, I left off with, you know, using one of them sunscreens to go over your windshield. Those you got to have one with Garfield on it? I love Garfield. What's wrong with Garfield? I'm just saying. I mean, what do you have on yours? Or the one with the big sunglasses. I like that one, too. You got one with uh, Hello Kitty, don't you? No. No? No. 
Alright, so if you don't want to use the deflective screen, pr- applying any UV protectant uh, to pre- prevent the plastic and vinyl from drying out is a great way to protect your interior as well. Now, so you got to be careful on that. Because uh-huh. you're going to have those, uh-uh, because Armor All is bad. I've been using Armor All for uh, going on 10, 12 years now and I ain't had a problem yet. Odd Rod, I've never seen you touch a bottle of Armor All. Really? Never. Well... You don't come to my place when I detail my car. I've never seen you detail a car. Well, that's because I don't know. I don't know why that's you because you the dirt and squirt. Well, you've only known me for two years. I mean, come on, dude. So you haven't been using all your lap, but you haven't touched the ball in two years. Well, that's real close to accurate. I mean, think about why I drive. A Cutlass that's coated in vinyl, or a Delta eighty-eight. There you go. Yeah, wrong Oldsmobile. Sorry. I called a cutlass too. Sorry, I, it's just natural. It's like, hey, it's my cut. No, it's my Delta. <laughs> it's my Delta eighty eight. <laughs> it's not cutty at all. <laughs> all right, so we're talking. Let's let's get back to it. We're talking about ways to uh, prevent prevent uh, maintenance on your car by doing preventative maintenance to your car. Well, saving I mean, money and just taking care of your car in general. Taking care of your car is so overrated. How about wheel bearings? We're talking. We hit on that a little bit earlier, but. How about wheel bearings? Checking well, them, making sure they're greased up, making sure they're, you know, repacking them. You know, a couple of wheel bearings well, are cheap. So, well, wheel bearings themselves are cheap. We're talking to the old car guys now. Everything's got hubs on the front of it now. Exactly. But, I mean, not, you know, not servicing your wheel bearings can cost you a lot of money. How about seeing your wheel roll past you going down the road? It's a little scary experience. I've kind of had that happen. <laughs> kind of. I know this is like a trip through like Odd Rod's life. Uh, pretty much, all, all my uh, automotive despairs kill me. Oh, you have all right. You've never had any. You've never had anything go away. Had an oil leak. Uh, yeah, you just fixed it, didn't you? Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't have those problems, but I keep my stuff maintained. I stay on top of things. I'm weird about that. Well, I mean, it's hard to, and I know, and I understand that it's hard to in the hustle and bustle of the day to day life. Oh yeah, it, it really is. All right, next up on the list here, brake fluid. This is something a lot of people don't even think about. It's a good one. Brake fluid. Let me explain this first. Is actually hydroscopic. That means it can uh, it can uh, attract moisture into the system. Exactly. And this is bad. This, you know, I can't even begin to tell you how bad this is. You get moisture in your brake lines. First of all, let's think of what brake lines are made of. Metal. So what happens to raw metal with moisture in there? It rusts. rusts. We have corrosion. What happens when your brake lines rust and corrode? They you, break. You lose they brake leak. fluid. And or how about your wheel cylinders, your calipers? It's all the same thing. It eats up the rubber. It eats up all these seals. Next thing you know, you have a leak there. And i tell you two instances. This is how I lost my 1963 Chevy Bel Air. This is absolutely how I lost it. Wheel bearing goes out. Wheel bearing fails. Let's fluid out. Next thing you know, you have no brakes. Next thing you know, you rear end somebody. Wheel cylinder fails. Wheel cylinders, yes. Your wheel cylinder goes bad. You lose brake fluid, and you rear end somebody. This happened to me. This is a perfect example. We were working on the car, gone through the motor, done the interior, repainted the car. Brakes was the last thing. Brakes hadn't gotten to yet. And... Waited a day too late. And that's a prime example of what can happen. Oh, yeah. This can literally cost you your ride by not maintaining the brakes. 
Fast forward several years, my 96 Impala SS, simple driving down the road. And guess what happened? Corrosion in the brake lines. You got to think about it. These cars are getting old now. Even in 96, it's, it's old. This had a, a caliper lock up on me. Luckily, no big damage. Pulled over, got fixed, put a new caliper on it. But still, a simple, you know, checking your brake fluid, changing it out, flushing the system, bleeding the lines, could have saved me a brake caliper. It could have. And I mean, and that's something that a lot of people never know. So they never thought about draining and changing their brake fluid. It's super simple to do. And really, you should probably do it annually. You should probably do it every year, especially in a car that you are using on a day-to-day basis. You should probably do it annually. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this, I mean, and a lot of people do not think about it. I didn't think about it. Two times I didn't think about it. And one time it cost me and could have cost me, uh, you know, my life even. Because, well, I mean, it. And I have had problems before. When I had the 65 Bonneville, I had a wheel cylinder blowout on it going out on the way to Hampton Boulevard. So you're running 45 mile an hour. And when you have a wheel cylinder go out, you don't have brakes. No, you're you done. Nothing. So you, you know, your best bet, and I'll tell you this, in automatic, well, in any car, your best bet is to start slowly downshifting. It's gearing it down. And you can lock your part brakes down because they're mechanical. Right. But you got to be careful doing that, too, because that could, that could put you in the wall. Because it's going to lock your back wheels up. Exactly. But another thing, you know, throwing it up in park, that parking pole's not going to stop that car. All you're going to hear is just a. I mean, yep. it's not. I mean, it's it's a bad feeling. So definitely something you want to stay on top of. All the go in the world ain't worth a flip with no woe. Exactly. Exactly. All right. The next one, super easy. Your air filter. A lot of people overlook this. I bought a truck off the lot, my 04 Silverado that I drive around in all the time. I bought it off the lot, and I opened up, you know, the air canister on it and check it out. That thing was black and filthy as can all get out. You're talking about a $10, $12 filter. Change it. You you won't believe how power-robbing a dirty air filter can be. Well, it's like breathing through a, a rag. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, this this one's easy. You should, you should change. I change air filters every, I'd say about twice a year, depending on how much you drive a car. If it's your classic car, it sets in your garage. Well, also depending on how dusty the conditions are, like work trucks, things like that, that are out like in the dirt and the dust. Oh, yeah. You should more probably check more. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. More often than that, I'd say every other month or so, yeah. even, maybe even more, depending conditions. Because this is your lifeline. This thing, your air filter is what catches all the debris of what's outside and around you. So this is very important. Very important. And you know, your next step is it goes inside the motor, and it's catastrophic from there. So, Well, I mean, you think about it. All that dirt and stuff, it's not trapping. Now it's just going straight in the engine. you got to think about it. I mean, it's wearing cylinder walls, valve guides. I mean, it's just killing the inside of your motor. Exactly. All right, next one, tire pressure and tire rotation. These are overlooked all the time. Now, I know a lot of us have staggered tires. I do on one of my cars. You can't rotate, but... Uh, you know, you can't do tire rotations, but checking the tire pressure and making sure everything is good there, I mean, that's important. That helps with, you know, just the wear and tear on your tires for one, but gas mileage even. Well, it helps your fuel mileage, it helps your tire wear. And you got another thing you got to think about, too. When you're running your tires overinflated or underinflated, you're also affecting the temperature of your tires. Exactly. Which leads to blowouts. Exactly. I mean, tires are rated for different, you know, heats speeds there's all kinds of things to look at and that's another thing 
You know, think about that. When you you know, you know buy this sports car, think about what tires are on it. Some tires aren't rated for high speed. Some tires aren't rated for over 80 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. So make sure your car's got Z-rated tires on it before you go out and do anything stupid, or it could put you in a bad situation. Especially in your sport-type cars. Exactly. All right, guys, next up, another easy one that's so overlooked, and I can give you a perfect example of this, is your fuel filter. This is cheap. Most of them are under $10. They're in the line, or you know, older cars are up by the carburetor. This is a easy fix. Except if you have a Dodge truck, especially what's that ninety four through ninety eight Ram? Yeah, it's in the fuel tank. Yeah, now that you know, you're you're dealing with a little bit worse. But I mean, this is another no brainer. This is so easy to fix. This is so easy to maintain, and oftentimes so overlooked. And it's so dumb to do this. A fuel. I'll give you a perfect example, especially if you use any uh, additive fuel additive. This you know breaks up gunk inside of your tank and all that, and all throughout your system. What happens is, where does all that go before it goes in your engine? It goes to your fuel filter. I'll give you a perfect example. I was driving down to the beach in my '95 Tahoe that I had a while back, and I put some of the Lucas additive in there, which works really well, by the way. But what happens? It broke all this stuff up. And, um, yeah, hang on. We got to pay bills. Of course, I get good into a story. And I'm on the edge of my seat over and here. And we got to pay bills. Well, if you want to hear what happened in the Tahoe, you're just going to have to wait a minute because we got to pay bills. All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 W. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. I'm waiting to hear the rest of this story. Okay, all right. So let me pick off where pick up where I left off here. So we're talking about maintenance and all that blah blah blah. We're all that good stuff. Take care of your car, save well, you money. I'll tell you what. Just in case you're tuning in, we're talking about maintenance and you're just basic upkeep of your automobile. Yeah, in order to save you money and you know heartache down the road and expensive repairs. Exactly. So we're talking about fuel filters, and I was telling a story about my old Blazer I had. Well, Tahoe. Forgive me. So. We're heading to the beach. My wife and I were heading to the beach and uh, driving down the road and put fuel additive into the Tahoe before we take this trip. And it works very well. So we get down to about Conway, if you're familiar with, you know, heading toward the beach. Uh, So we get down to about Conway, and all of a sudden the Tahoe won't climb above 30, 35 miles an hour. And I mean, you can lay it to the floor, and it's not doing anything. So I instantly go into panic mode and start flipping, like, what can be wrong with this thing? Oh, God, am I going to be replacing the transmission? I know, obviously, it ain't the motor. It's running. Um, but I'm like, you know, what is going on? Is the rear end locking? What's happening? So make it down to the beach, which that was a long drive. Um, make it down to the beach. And I'm laying there in bed, and I cannot sleep. I cannot sleep. I'm sitting here thinking. I'm like, fuel filter. I added in that fuel additive. And it worked. So I go to advance next morning, grab me a fuel filter, put it in. Voila, the Tahoe runs better than ever. A simple $5 part can go a long way. That's oh, yeah. The simplest things can give you the biggest problems. I mean, this this thing, you would think it was on its deathbed. I'm sitting here like on Google trying to figure out what's going on. Never seen a car even act like this before. It was a simple $5 fuel filter. Can't beat it. So, I mean, just, I mean, this is a good list of things that, you know, can just help you save money and heartache with your car. I mean, and I'll give you a little bonus. Guys, every once in a while, you know, especially in the evening, do a walk around of your car with the lights on. Make sure all your blinkers and all that are working. There's nothing worse. And more what are you tra- talking about? Why do you need to check your blinkers? People don't use those around yeah, here. Yeah, that's a rant for a whole nother time. But, I mean, you know, check your brake lights, your taillights. I mean, 
you know, you see cars going down the road. Wiper blades before it rains. Exactly. God, if you ever worked at an auto parts store, you'd be thankful for that one. Oh, Lord. But, I mean, um, you know, you see people all the time going down 85, headlights are on, no taillights, or vice versa. It's because a fuse is blown or something stupid or just the bulbs have went out. They haven't checked them. No brake lights. That's the worst. Or make sure you put the right bulb back in the car. I can't tell you how many cars I've seen going down the road that they put a single filament taillight bulb in, and it looks like the brake lights are on all the time. That's another. I mean, just simple things like that, guys. Also, I'm going to give you another bonus. Know your smoke. There's three main colors of smoke that come out of a car. Black, white, and blue. Mine has Marlboro. <laughs> That'd be more blue. But, I mean, know your smoke. Know what they come from. Blue usually is burning oil. It's usually from a valve issue, like a valve stem seal, or, you know, a, a warp valve, something like that, or piston rings even. It's not a good thing. Your car is not running good. You need to get that checked out. Valve stem seal is prayer for your best shot, but and it is a common one. You know, white smoke is usually coolant or trans fluid. Most times it's a head gasket gone bad. Another thing that your car's not running good. There's a major issue if you're seeing heavy white smoke out the tailpipe. Black smoke. This is this is the good one. You know, just your car's run rich. It's you know too much fuel. It's run rich. It's easy fix most of the time. Usually, you know, if it's a newer car, it's an injector issue a lot of times. Maybe a butterfly in the carburetor stuck O2 open. O2 sensor. O2 sensor. This is usually not a big deal, but it is a you know an issue. It's killing your fuel efficiency, so you need to get it checked out. All these things, guys, you need to know this stuff about your cars. Your cars are they're machines. They're going to do stuff. They're going to break down. They're going to wear out. Just know the maintenance behind them. It can save you a lot of heartache and a lot of money in the future. Well, I mean, there's a lot of that now. So Odd Riders <laughs> gave us some helpful advice, but I've got some advice for you to make you look good though while you're doing it and to keep the value of your vehicle up. We're going to do a little exterior maintenance. A little exterior maintenance. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Everybody likes a good-looking ride, and I'll be honest with you, when your car's clean, it runs better. You know what? I have to agree with that. You had had a good running car in a long time, apparently. <laughs> Mr. Dirt and Squirt himself. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's the big thing. I mean, nothing is more rewarding than walking out and looking at a car you just cleaned up. And I mean, it just you know what I'm saying? It's pride. I actually agree with you on that. You know, and I mean, that's a that's a big thing. I mean, especially like if you're a car show guy. I mean, just rub it on your car all week long, Friday night, just putting the wax on and having it. I mean, like praying for a win and Saturday afternoon getting it. I mean, because you just cleaned your car like no other. So I'm going to give you a few little tips. You know, I'll stop you there, especially like wheels and tires. You know what I'm saying? Wheels and tires clean, to me, makes a vehicle look good. My dad used to preach that growing up. You know, we had a... We were one car family in his old eighty Chevy Silverado and most of the time it lived its life in partial primer. You know, I mean it was just that's that's the But them rims are clean. Exactly. Dad preached that Saturday night, the wheels and tires were clean, the white walls were white. I mean, before church on Sunday morning, the wheels and tires on that truck were clean. It, you know, it that's changes the game. Yeah, I mean that you know, that sets the mood, you know what I mean? Just saying. But, I mean, you know, it, it is a big thing. And, you know, everybody's got their own way of washing a car. But, you know, I mean, I've washed a car or two in my day. Mm. Yes. But, you know, when you're washing a car, you know, I mean, and I hate it. From when I, when I wrote this down, I started thinking about it. You know, a lot of people have no clue that I've seen people start at the bottom. I've seen people start at the front. I've seen people start at the back. The correct way to wash your car is actually start from the top. 
because you're technically washing it every time you wash it off. Treat it like yourself. You start with shampoo. That's right. Yeah. Well, start, start at the top. You still we... use shampoo? <laughs> with what little I got left, yeah. But the big thing is, you know, you start at the top, of course, the roof line. You know, do it in sections. Obviously, you don't want to let the soap dry. But I'll tell you something else that's very important is picking a good car wash soap. I'm a big Surf City fan. But there's lots of good car washes. If it's 99 cents, it's not a good car wash. The end. So you're saying my whatever brand car wash is no good? If it's 99 cents, it is no good. See, I grew up Turtle Wax. I'm a big Turtle Wax or McGuire's fan. You know, they both make good product, you know. But, you know, the big thing is, I mean, you got to think about this. If it's cheap, you're going to get cheap results as a rule. With anything. I mean, nine times out of ten. And I'll tell you something else that a lot of people love to do is they love to use, like, dish detergent. That is, like, the worst thing. If your car has any wax whatsoever, it will strip it off of it. Well, the thing about dish detergent is a degreaser. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to pull it off. So, don't leave that leave that in the kitchen <laughs> and go get you some good car wash. So, whether it be a McGuire's or Mother's or Surf City or, or whoever, just get a good quality turtle wax, get a good quality blue ice, whatever you need. Um, you know, there's lots of good brands of, of all that stuff. But, you know, another thing is your bucket you use. You know, you got to be really careful when you're doing things like this. I mean, you, know, you can buy a grit guard to go in the bottom of your bucket. Those are handy. But if you don't have one, no harm, no foul. Another thing, though, is the towel you use. You know, you don't want to pick up something that's been sitting on the floor to wash your car because you're just rubbing that into the paint. So, obviously, you want to use a nice microfiber towel or a clean terry cloth towel will be fine to wash your car. Good lather, soap, water. Make sure the car's really wet, keeping it wet the whole time. You don't want any of this stuff to dry. Wash your car. Start from the top. Work your way to the bottom. Next big thing, you know, is wheels and tires and cleaning them. You know, you got a lot of people that are real big fans of all these chemicals and things like that that you like to spray on your wheels. And I'm the polar opposite of that. I don't use any kind of wheel cleaner. You rub on them. Soap and water is what cleans them. I mean, if you've got brake dust caked on, there's some things that, that, that will help. But if you keep your car washed, you don't need those things as a rule. Um, you know, and this is the time after you wash your wheels and tires, wash your inner fender wells out. Wash all that stuff out really good. Uh, all the dirt, the mud, the breeze, all that good stuff. Make sure all that stuff's rinsed out really good. Um, that's another big thing. And, you know, and now we're going down to drying your car. And and, you know, and that's a, a, an important step, you know. And, I mean, I've, there's a million ways to dry your car. I mean, you got people want to drive them around the block, you know, and all that kind of stuff and things like that. But I want to tell you a little quick tip for me, you know, get you like a silicone water blade. Those will cut your dry time in half. Get you a good chamois or absorber, you know, synthetic or leather, whichever way. You know, those are great for drying your car. If you do buy a leather one, make sure it's dry. You know, make sure it's wet right. because it will dry and it's just going to scratch your car. i tell you what, guys, we're going to get back on this whole cleanest subject here in just a little bit. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 W.O. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.